Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Everything Under the Sun podcast. We have a name. We're making progress. That's so on brand for me to create a project, especially a podcast and not have a name for it. But I initially had thought of the name Everything Under the Sun just because I felt like it was very me. And I was just thinking of like terminology that people say when you're talking about a bunch of topics. And that came to my mind. So I looked it up on iTunes and saw that there was already like podcasts. A few actually named that. So I was like, well, I don't want to create something that's already been created. But after thinking about it, I was like, you know, it sounds like me, feels like me. It fits my lifestyle, living somewhere sunny. And yeah, I want this to be a positive place too. So I was like, you know what? their podcast is not my podcast and vice versa. So I stuck with it. And I after that, I went on to Canva and I made the picture cover for the podcast in literally like 30 seconds. I sent it to my sister, sent it to my friend Bailey. And I was like, do y'all like this? And then I tweaked a few things. And I was like, oh, damn, I really just created that. So many people have sent me so much love and have been so nice. It can be so scary starting something especially when you're being like very vulnerable and I'm literally just gonna talk about like life and my thoughts and try to give a little bit of advice and talk on topics that I mean everyone goes through but of course it's different if you're putting your thoughts and perspectives online so thank you for everyone who especially my friends that are so supportive and it means so much to me so Let's jump right in to this week's episode. I wanted this to be the topic of this week's episode because I feel like this is the most recent kind of feeling, emotion, experience that I've gone through. And so with fresh perspective and with fresh emotions, let's talk about getting out of a rut. And before we kind of jump into getting out of one, I want to kind of talk about just this idea surrounding quote-unquote a rut and just kind of how I feel like my generation is so driven and work-oriented and there's just this weight of if you're not working and grinding and doing something 24-7 that you're gonna fall behind or not be as successful as your friends. There's just something about the work culture and just like the grind culture and my generation and even like a little bit of the generation above me that is so focused on work and career and all that stuff. So I was just thinking because I kind of felt myself going into a rut, quote unquote rut, um, probably like the beginning of last week. I felt really unmotivated and especially when you uh, have a hybrid work schedule, but for the past two weeks, Um, I've mostly been work from home and that is such a blessing and I love my hybrid schedule and it's so nice to be able to just work from home in the comfort of your own home but it's so easy to just not have a routine especially when you can like work from bed or work from your couch it's really it can really fuck with your mind I feel like and especially like your habits and healthy habits and It'll be like 5 p.m. and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even left my house today. And personally for me, like that's just really, I hate that. I hate being in my apartment all day, every day. 
I have to like remind myself to go take a walk, go take my dog Sage out. Like I just have to do something where it's like I'm not just indoors in cement walls all day. So I, I feel like when I am entering into a rut, it's just this feeling of like ickiness. And I felt that ick coming on, like I said, like last week at the beginning of the week. So I was kind of just in the shower and I was thinking, I was like, why do I feel like I'm entering into this rut? Like I know I'm about to go. So what can we do to prevent going? Because I don't want to go. And I started kind of going through my relationships and work things that could potentially be stressing me out. I was like, what can I pinpoint that I feel like I'm going to go into this place where I feel unmotivated? What can I pinpoint that is a factor of why I feel like I'm heading to this place where I'm not going to be level-headed or at my best or happy or just content. And I could not pinpoint one thing that I was unsatisfied about or not content with in my life. I wasn't stressed out with work. I have no rocky relationships and nothing of that sort's going on. And so I was just kind of like, huh, what if... I'm just content. Like, does there always have to be this thing that I have to like hyper fixate on or can I just be okay? And I feel like that happens to, especially that's why I brought up the work grind and like we have to stay so, so busy. And it's like, if you take one second to chill, you're slacking or you're lazy or you're you know, this or that. And it's like, sometimes can we just like have nothing going on? And I think that sometimes just because we have nothing going on, we mistake it for being in a rut. And that is exactly where I caught myself in last week. Just because I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm not physically like leaving my house and then at five o'clock I come home and then, you know, I do this or that. I do laundry and I'm not like, hands-on tangible doing chores or you know all this stuff that is like a normal routine I for some reason I don't know why my brain works this way but I just get into this place where I'm like unmotivated so I just wanted to kind of talk about that because I feel like humans always have to have a main event going on in their lives and when we don't It's like we have too much free time to sit around and create one. It's like, okay, I don't have anything to like overthink about or something to do for work or this or that. And so we have to like create that, oh my gosh, like I'm not doing anything at all. What am I doing with my life? Like, why am I not busy? And so we just create this thing that didn't even exist before we started overthinking So before I got into the portion of this episode where I'm going to talk about when I am actually in a rut, I wanted to talk about mistaking being in a rut for just not being busy. And this is something I have to remind myself of all the time because as I'm getting older, I'm getting very, which is kind of, I feel like the timeline of life. So congrats, Lindsay, you're on track, but I'm getting so self-aware of like my thoughts and how they affect me and just my mindset about every emotion that I feel and I've realized that a lot of the time, a lot of the time I mistake anxiety for excitement and I mistake being unmotivated or quote-unquote in a rut for just not being busy and 
normally in this mindset in the past, what I would do is I would literally create this thought of, okay, well, what is something I could work on? I could work on, you know, getting a better physique. I could eat healthier. Maybe I should go on a run. I could think five years into my future and stress about where I'm right now and what I'm not doing to get there. Like there's just an endless black hole of stuff that you could always be doing. And so before we put ourselves in a box and in this like suit of being in a rut, I think it's important to sit, unbox what you're feeling, look at your relationships, look at your habits, look what you're doing and go from there. But getting into when you're actually in a rut, because that does happen and my life's not perfect and I do get in ruts, sometimes more often in different seasons. I'm such a person that is affected by the weather. In the winter, I feel myself getting into ruts or fall into a hole of being unmotivated more often than in the summer when it's sunny and I have more opportunities to like go outside and be active and stuff like that. So I definitely do get in ruts and everyone has different things that help them more than the next person or, you know, whatever. I'm going to sound like a journal advocate, (laughs) but journaling just helps me because I am such an overthinker and if I just keep everything in my head and I don't organize or articulate exactly what I'm feeling, sometimes I don't even know what I'm feeling and it can get really just overwhelming to be all in your head all the time and if you're an overthinker like that or you just get really stressed out by your own thoughts and can't really unpack or unjumble what's all in your head I highly recommend literally just writing it down and honestly it it I have to force myself to grab a pen and like a paper and just jot things down because I hate the action of physically writing. I don't know why I just hate it, but it's so good for you. So that is what I did when I was actually in a rut. And I feel like when you get in this place, you're so hyper-focused on all the negative and just everything you're not doing and everything you're unmotivated to do. And one thought just leads to another and it can get so just self-deprecating and you just kind of cut yourself down and your mind can really like be your helper or your biggest enemy in my opinion. So last time I I was in a rut, I literally have my journal open next to me right now and (laughs) I have, Lindsay, read this when you were in a rut. So this is quite literally what I wrote down and I wrote bullet holes and I was literally just reminding myself of everything that I know is true about myself, about my life, about just my heart and everything positive and something that I could give myself just a little bit of wisdom that I know I have in me but is not, you know, coming to surface right now. (laughs) So the first bullet that I have is the secret to alignment is simple. Stop finding reasons to entertain what you claimed you don't want. And I know this sounds like a literal quote, which it is, but by like writing all this down, even though it covers like a spectrum of things you'll see as I go down the list, it makes me think and focus on every kind of aspect of my life and 
examine it and I kind of like pull myself out of this negative thinking of every aspect that I feel like I'm just downing myself on. So that's kind of why they might be, they might sound like random quotes that I'm just like jotting down and it might seem cheesy, but it really does. Like I, after I would write this down, I would sit and I'd be like, what am I fixating on? So in this specific rut, I felt like I was kind of backtracking on situations I've already healed from and like situations I've already gotten myself out of whether that be you know with boys with friendships and when you're in such an unhealthy like thinking bubble you can really just backtrack on things like I said you've already healed from and it can just really put you back a few steps so that's what I was feeling when I wrote this and it was kind of just a wake-up call to be like hey like snap out of it you already know like in your heart and you've already gotten yourself out of that situation because you didn't want to be in it. You didn't want that person. You didn't want that relationship, whatever. So stop entertaining the thought of what if or like, oh, I wish I would have said this or oh, I wish I would have set up for myself here. Like you just can't think like that. And when I was in this rut, I really wrote this down and kind of pulled myself back out of that thinking. And I was like, okay, snap out of it, Lindsay. You literally don't want that. So don't entertain the thought of something you already claimed that you don't want. Next, I wrote down, forgive yourself for chasing things that you did when you weren't aligned with who you actually are. Mic drop. I, (laughs) one thing about me is I have the guiltiest conscience on planet earth. And yes, it keeps me out of a lot of bad decisions and bad situations and stuff like that but holy shit it eats me alive like I can't lie to someone without the weight of a thousand bricks on me all day long like it really is a blessing and a curse but when I was in this place of thinking negatively I was literally going back to like my college years of like stupid shit I did back then And I was fixating on the fact that I did a lot of stupid stuff. And I actually saw this quote on Instagram and wrote it down. And I was like, this is what I need to remind myself every time I just dog myself for not being perfect all the time. And after kind of writing this down and thinking about it, I kind of just forgave myself and gave myself grace for chasing the things I did, chasing the relationships that I did, or being putting myself in situations relationships that I did when my heart or my mindset or even like my self-respect wasn't at the place it is now I was still learning I was still growing and that's gonna happen and I'm sure it'll happen a dozen more times where I'm gonna chase something that maybe isn't the best for me or I don't see is bad for me or you know an impulse decision (laughs) I mean, I am far from perfect. So I think just giving myself grace and kind of, again, pulling myself out of this mindset where it's like, I am only 23 and my brain doesn't even fully develop until I'm 25. So I'm gonna fuck up. And I know I have fucked up plenty of times in the past. So it's okay that I chase things that maybe weren't morally aligned with me or like, I knew wasn't the best for me, but did it anyway. And 
of course that takes a toll and does some damage but I think it's benefited me in the growth that I've gotten from it and that's what I need to think of when I get in this place. The next one's very short, sweet, simple. It literally just says, believe people's actions. And I underlined believe and I underlined actions. This is a just the hardest fucking thing for me to do. I'm not into like the love languages or the horoscopes or all that stuff. But I do think words of affirmation are like, what get what hit home the hardest for me like if someone can articulate and express their feelings through words and like we have conversation I am a sucker for that and sometimes I will take that and ignore their actions which (laughs) don't do that no one take my advice on that I'm really a gal that has a sensitive heart (laughs) and that's so cheesy to say but I am and I'm I love romance and I'm so emotional and I mean what girl isn't but I really just believe that everyone has the best intentions and really does me dirty sometimes but I honestly hope that I never stop believing that I hope that I always have you know think everyone has pure hearts but again as I'm getting older I think especially in relationships. Boys can talk a lot of shit. Girls too. Girls are just as guilty of doing this as guys are, but I just think actions say everything. And I feel like I'm saving myself a lot of hurt than I usually would in the past by just taking into consideration people's effort and what it seems like their intentions are and just the actions that they're actually doing to prove what they're saying and to have a little backup for what they're saying. And, you know, it's actually working out really well for me. And I feel like I'm making a lot of progress in my personal life because I'm not just letting people shit talk me and say whatever they want and me believe them. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. (laughs) We're getting like, we're getting to the nitty gritty of how Lindsay's brain works. So the next thing I wrote down was never forget how much of a privilege it is to have access to your heart and your energy. I don't have to text everyone back and I can't say yes to everybody. This is something, this is something. (laughs) I don't know how the male brain works at all. I on I wish I had the slightest clue of how that thing works, but as for girls, I can speak to when a girl starts to like someone, and I'm not speaking for everyone, but this is just how me and, I mean, a few of my friends that I've talked to, this is how we work. I will start to like someone, and actually, let's reel it in. Let's back it up. I am the pickiest person that's ever walked this planet when it comes to guys. I mean, I can find the ick faster than anything. It's a blessing and a curse, but mostly a curse because when I do like someone, I am like all in and I give them my energy and all my attention and what I am trying to do recently and honestly what I've gotten better at is just realizing that still my 
heart and my energy are a privilege to have as well. I feel like when people get crushes, it can be this like all-consuming thing and it's all you think about and it's like, oh my god, why isn't he going to text me? Why hasn't he texted me yet? Oh my god, he didn't ask me to hang out. Oh my gosh, he's posted on Instagram, but he's not texting me. It's just this rabbit hole of like thoughts and I used to be the worst at this. I was horrible of like just literally staring at my phone like, oh my god, he's never going to text me. He hates me. What did I say wrong? What did I do? Whatever. And it's like, it's a privilege for my energy and my heart to be given to this person and vice versa, but like have enough self-respect to be like, you know what? If he doesn't, it's okay. And that goes for really anyone and not even in a romantic relationship and friendships and even family relationships, this can come into play. And it's just like every person you encounter, and I'm not saying to just say, not respond to anyone you don't want to talk to, like, of course, still be like a kind human, but you don't have to give your energy and your heart to every single person. It's just draining. And it's just like the saying, if you're not full, you can't pour into anyone else and I think this is very important and something that I used to be horrible at, but I've gotten I've gotten better at it. So, okay, another thing on the list. Make peace with what didn't happen. I cannot stress this enough. And I'm talking to you, Lindsay. <laughs> I when I got into this rut, I just circle back. I circle back to years, years, things that I don't even think of anymore when I get into a rut and especially the one I was in most recently. I was like fixating and just going insane about things that I've already gotten over, I've already healed from, people I really just don't even think about anymore I was like just torturing myself going through this thought process of all the things that didn't happen or the person that they weren't or, you know, just how things didn't play out. And so writing this down really snapped me out of it and again pulled me out of that thought process because that is not a fun place to be. It's not fun to kind of relive and revisit things that you've already healed from and I think your brain can trick you into kind of backtracking when you do think about past things and it can feel like unsettling and it just it doesn't bring any peace to the situation so things that you already have peace about just let it be this this goes really hand in hand with situationships and I want I'm not gonna talk about this a lot because honestly I could do a whole episode on that but situationships are the epitome of making peace with what didn't happen because a lot of things that you want to happen don't happen that's why it's a situationship and not a relationship I would just say like this is the key I'm getting so off track here but this is the key to getting over someone you never dated or that situationship that never happened like make peace with what didn't happen next point is People can only meet you as deeply as they met themselves. I was recently in a situation where I just felt like I could not scratch the surface of this person. And 
it can be so confusing and honestly just frustrating when you're when there's someone in your life or something and they just play like this defense mechanism I don't know how to explain it I feel like if you've been through it you get it but it's kind of like you just can't scratch the surface it's like as much as you give this person or you try to open up or you try to share feelings or you try to do this it's just this like you never can get past a certain point and I think for me I internalize that and I think there's something wrong with me and I'm like what am I not doing or why can't this person like open up to me if they're like saying all these things it's not a me problem and it's not a you problem and this just goes for literally every person in general can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves and it's impossible for them to open up to you or to give you what you think you deserve if they haven't even had that deep self-reflection or understand themselves as deeply as you want them to give themselves to you it just it doesn't work that way and it sucks and I've been in that situation before but I think that's just where like self-respect comes in and you have to be like you know what I know emotionally like what I can give to someone and if you can't do the same like there's still stuff to be worked on and stuff like that so again I reminded myself of that when I was in this rut and it made me have like a self-reassurance moment like no it's not me that's not like secure there was just kind of like this moment where all all of these points were just a moment when I was writing this down and reflecting it was just kind of bringing me back to this place of like reassessing like no I'm not gonna backtrack on the growth that I've made and I've overcome all this stuff and gone through a lot of emotional shit to like be at the secure place that I am now. So just kind of like examining all these points and stuff that I was writing down that were coming to my head was really kind of like empowering. It was really nice to be like to have on paper all the growth that I've gone through like especially in the past year, two years and yeah. We have come to the last thought that I wrote down and it says, if it feels off, that's probably because it is. Intuition is everything. I feel like intuition is literally a superpower. Like my intuition, especially like girls intuition, that shit is crazy. I feel like if I would have trusted my gut and my intuition for like majority of my life, I would have made so many less mistakes. I probably would have had a lot of less fun, but <laughs> I would have made smarter decisions, that's for sure. Um, but no, I wrote this down because I was just kind of like, just as a full circle moment, like, think about whatever it is that you're fixating on. Does it feel off? Great, get rid of it. Like, don't, you don't have to hold on to anything. You don't have to, like, have someone in your life if it feels off it's probably not for you. They're probably not your person or it's probably not the job you're supposed to be at or it's probably not the move you should do. Like, I don't know. It's just so simple and I know it's really hard to do. It's easy to say, but I just talked for so long. (laughs) I hope that one of these points or just anything that I was saying resonated with someone. I get very just like deep into my thoughts and 
I love talking about like all the emotions we feel and like having conversations with people. And so I'm like such a person that it's hard for me to sometimes put into words what I'm feeling. But I hope that these words made sense. And overall, like my whole consensus on this episode is just when you feel like you're getting into a place of a rut, first ask yourself if you actually are and if you're just, you know, bored or your mind needs something to fixate on. And secondly, if you are in a rut or feel yourself heading that way, my best advice would be to just literally get out a piece of paper, get out a pen, write your your thoughts down and ask yourself these questions. Go through your relationships, go through what, pinpoint what it is. And there's always a solution to it. I know getting into a negative thinking place sucks and it's so, it can get so heavy and isolating. So really just asking yourself these things and pulling yourself out of that and kind of like turning it around to look at what you actually have positive in your life and stuff like that really, 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 really helps. At least it helps me. So thank you so much for listening. This is my first actual episode and I love doing it. This is so much fun. Again, thank you for everyone who's been so nice. This can be so scary, but I hope that you will continue listening and Yep, I'm going to stop talking now. All right, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.